Hey. What's up, everybody? My name is Tim Stoddard. Welcome to Tim Stodd's FM. I don't really know why I just screamed like that. To be honest, it just felt like the right thing to do. Today's date, October 4th, 2017. I have some exciting announcements before I get started. First off, if you would all do me a favor and check out my new YouTube series. Got kind of a funny story, which uh, sort of brought me to today's topic as well. But I have uh, recently gotten permission. I don't want to say teamed up with. I got permission uh, from this website and this team of The Hustle, which is a daily newsletter, which is essentially a recap of the most interesting stories of the day that relates to tech. It relates to online business. It relates to you know digital culture. And with that information, I'm going to be recording a daily video, which uh, is essentially the same information in the newsletter, except I'm going to uh, put it in video form. And I've, I've gotten permission from The Hustle. They're a, a huge organization. They have you know hundreds of thousands of email subscribers, and I'm very excited about that opportunity. So I will leave the link to the YouTube channel in the description of uh, this podcast and in the show notes of the blog. And you guys can all go check it out. On that note, that whole experience of getting in touch with these guys at The Hustle really inspired me for today's subject and today's episode. So what we're going to talk about today is how to get started on projects, even if you don't know how. I mean, look. If there's a a skill that I feel confident in saying that I possess, it is the ability to figure things out as I'm going. Um, It's something I feel very strongly about in trying to, uh, I don't want to say project, what do I say? Um, Push that trait into uh, the people that work for me and into other people that I meet. I see over and over again, there's just this fear. I mean, what do we call it? We call it getting stuck, right? You see this project in front of you, you see this thing that you want to do or this dream that you want to accomplish and you just kind of get stuck and you don't know exactly where to start. And a lot of the times there isn't a clear cut path into getting started. A lot of the times it's going to be messy and you may do some work that didn't necessarily get you any closer to your goal. But nonetheless, it's the work that matters because you never know what it's going to lead to. You just have to kind of get started and get the ball rolling. And like, yeah, you might move in the wrong direction for the first week, maybe two weeks, maybe first two years, but it doesn't matter because you're still moving. And that's really what's most important. So today we're going to talk about how to get started. I'm going to be um, sourcing an article that I wrote, which is also on this subject. And it is called, you're doing this all wrong, but at least you're doing something. So just to caveat this, (laughs) like I really need everybody to know that for most of the time, most of my day and most of the decisions that I'm making, I am not sure if what I'm doing is the right thing. There's, I, I don't know what the right way and the wrong way to run my businesses. I don't know if maybe I should be a stricter boss or if maybe the 
correct method behind leading people is to really give them freedom to make mistakes and and not micromanage. I don't know if I should be using social media more because another half of me almost feels like social media is kind of corrupting a lot of things. And so I go back and forth on whether it's better to just delete my Facebook page and be done with it. I don't know if in working on my podcast and my blog and my video series, if I should be building an audience or if I should really just be trying to monetize it right from the beginning and just go right after sales. I go back and forth with that in my head. I think, you know, my my first job should be to provide value and to build an audience and build an email list and not, not worry about monetizing my brand. But then the other half of me says, I'm spending time doing this. I want to make sure that time is worth it. I don't know how to best be a good son and a good boyfriend and a good brother and a good friend and ultimately be a good person. I think I'm doing my best, but I question these things a lot. I go back and forth and I, I, I have somewhat of an idea, but I, just like everybody, question my decisions on a daily basis. And I'm going to go ahead and say that if you feel like you know exactly what you're doing, then you're probably you're probably fibbing. You're probably full of shit because I don't think that anybody is waking up every day with complete clear uh, understanding of what they're doing and what their intentions are. But here is what is important. And here is essentially what this article and this podcast is all about. What is important is that I am doing something. And I want to challenge you to question what you are doing. Are you actually doing something? So let's look at some of these uh, some of these kind of strategies that I thought of. When in doubt, when in doubt, it's best to just say fuck it and do it anyway. On this note, I uh, I'm I'm gonna call back that experience that I had with the hustle. As many of you guys know, I already talked about it. I have a real small but entertaining YouTube channel. I've done um, about 13 vlogs, I think, and they've always been a pretty good hit, you know, like my friends and and family, and uh, eventually when these videos go viral, like I've even been recognized in the street, which is pretty hysterical and pretty great. Don't let anybody tell you that that attention doesn't feel good because it does. But nonetheless, every single time I've published a YouTube video, I've always felt a little bit like squirrely about it, like maybe my editing was off or maybe there's like some guidelines that really good uh, videographers know that I'm just completely breaking the rules. I've always felt like my strength has been in my writing and I feel really comfortable with my writing. But when it comes to making video and even, you know, truth is making podcasts, I still don't necessarily feel like I, I have it that under wraps and I'm not good at it. So anyway, I've been testing out this video series and I've been sourcing this website called The Hustle. I've been a huge fan of these guys. Um, Aside from the fact that I really like enjoy their newsletter, I've been a fan from the outside of of what they've built and seemingly what their internal culture is. And I wanted to get permission to source their newsletter every day because, you know, before I make these videos, I had to research a 
a bunch of different websites and find what I felt like were the best stories. And it just seemed like over and over again, this newsletter kind of already did the work for me. Like they've sourced all the material and they, they did it. So like what I wanted to do is pretty much just recap their newsletter, except put it in video form and basically take all the hard work that they've done and sort of write it off as my own. So I thought to myself, there's no way these guys are ever going to answer me. There's no way I'm going to get permission to do this. But you know what? I said, fuck it. And I really said that. Like I said that out loud to myself as I sat back in my chair and I thought, how am I going to get permission to do this? So I just said, fuck it out loud. And I emailed them. Wouldn't you know, about 30 minutes later, I got a return email from the actual CEO of the company. His name is Sam. He asked me some questions. He asked me like what my thoughts were. He asked me when I plan to get started. I said, hey, look, I've already started. Here's an example of what I've done. I sent him uh, a video that I did uh, on Thursday, last Thursday, or maybe it was last Friday. And I I basically was just super honest. I told him what my intentions were and I asked permission. He said, look, I don't mind if you use our stuff at all. Um, If you want to do us a favor, we're trying to, we we set a goal this quarter to get some more links to the website, to thehustle.co. And uh, he was asking if I had any websites or blogs or intellectual property that I would be willing to link from. I said, absolutely. That's great. So here's the point. I have no idea if what I did was the right way to do things. I don't know if there's you know, maybe some common courtesy when it comes to networking, or I don't know what like journalistic standards are because for journalism and news type websites, like there is generally a, um, a, a standard on sourcing material. I have no clue what any of that stuff is. I just knew that I wanted to do this idea. I wanted to run with it and I had to figure out a way to get it done. So I got it done. I got it done. I put my hands in the air and I said, you know what? Fuck it. What's the worst that's going to happen? The worst that's going to happen is I'm going to fail. Which brings me to my next point. You got to be afraid to fail, but you have to be willing to fail anyway. I've always hated the expression, you can't be afraid to fail. I've, every time I've heard that, it's made me cringe. Like, How ridiculous is that? Of course I'm afraid to fail. You're afraid to fail. I'm afraid. We all are. Like who, who looks at something that you really, really want to accomplish and says, man, like it would be so cool to completely screw this up. It's why we all still get nervous at, you know, sporting events, or maybe if if you're playing a game, like I still get nervous before I I play soccer games. Um, If I I have something that I want to do and I know it's going to require like a lot of work, those thoughts run through my head. Of course, I'm fearful about wasting all of this time and putting all this effort into something that ultimately is going to fail. But the trick is you have to be willing to fail even though you're afraid to do so because that's just how you learn and it's how you learn how to win. You Essentially, like you fail your way to success. You keep stumbling, but you keep stumbling forward. Guys, I'm not, I don't have a whole lot of, um, certi- I don't have any certificates. I graduated high school. I don't have a college degree. I don't have a diploma. Well, I have a high school diploma, excuse me. I don't have um, certifications for a lot of my skill set. 
I look around at the people that I work with and oftentimes I see how fucking talented and smart these guys are. And I think in a lot of ways, uh, the people that work for me are, are more skilled and more talented than I am. But the reason why I continue to personally win these battles is because of the lessons that I have taken away from the battles that I've already lost. I mean, here's the deal. I've lost more deals, more sales than I've ever won, probably by two or threefold. I've written thousands of articles in my life, and I would say 95% of them didn't do as well as I hoped that they have. I've fallen on my face, and I've been embarrassed, and I made mistakes, and I lost relationships and friends, and like I've done some things that I really wish I could do differently. But the point is, I don't get hung up on it because all of those mistakes have brought me to exactly where I am today. So who would I be if I wasn't willing to fail? And who would who would you be if you're not willing to fail? I think that that kind of mentality is a little bit too rampant in today's culture and in our modern society. And that's why that we're seeing a society that's a little bit soft and a a society that would rather feel protected and would rather live this life of kind of solitude and safety. And it's like an illusion of accomplishment, right? Like everybody goes to work every day and then you come home and I don't know, you cook your microwavable dinner and you fucking watch the voice and you watch YouTube videos of like all these amazing auditions. And we look at that and we think that that's like what the standard is, right? We look at that instant gratification we see that one person that had their one shot and they nailed it but in reality the people that are making it and that always are going to make it are the people that went to those auditions hundreds of times and failed every time until they got good enough that when like they had their moment they fucking crushed it and i know that there's a better way to to do these things you know i i'm pretty hard on myself and i scrutinize a lot of the systems that I've built in my company. I, I scrutinize like sales funnels that I have from my clothing line. And I, I look at a lot of the work and a lot of the writing that I've done. And I, I see ways that I wish I would have done it differently. But the difference is I wake up every single morning and I do my best. I fall short most days, but I always do my best. So what are you doing? The last topic I want to hit on is that one day you're going to die. This is a a topic that I've written about for years and years, and I've really been fascinated by it because because I just don't know what more motivation people need than to make the most of their time on earth. I mean, same thing I just talked about before. I just really see most people kind of going through the motions, just doing their nine to five, doing their errands, doing some mindless activity and never really pushing themselves. And I mean, look, I don't need everybody to, to be like me. I don't think that most people need to have this like ambition and this desire of accomplishment. I, I don't think that's the case. I think that everybody's different. But I do think that we need to squeeze the most that we can out of our time on earth. So whatever it is that that means to you, like do it the best you can. Because 
I'm only 31 years old. And this weekend, I was at a wedding and I'm already at the point where when I'm looking at young kids and children running around and playing, I'm, I'm in my mind trying to think of what I can do to show these kids like how precious these moments are for them and how cruel of a thing is that that life gives youth to people who don't appreciate it. And so it makes me think of how fast the first 31 years of my life have gone by and what I can do to try to slow that time down so that I can get more done, so I can do more, not necessarily get more done, but so I can experience more. And no matter what you do, one day your time on earth will come to an end, as will mine, as will everything. That's just the nature of being alive. And when I look back, I don't think I'm going to be regretting the things that I did wrong. I don't think I'm going to be hung up on the attempt at companies I've started that have failed. And there's been a bunch of them. I don't think I'm going to be really upset about, I don't know. I, I, I spoke at, um, at a conference once and I really, really didn't do well. And you know, I, I think I look back on it and I get kind of embarrassed and my cheeks get kind of flushed and I get that like awful feeling in my stomach. But at the end of my days, I don't think I'm going to look back at that moment and be really too upset about it. What I think I'm going to do is I'm going to really appreciate the time that I spent with people and I'm going to appreciate this marvelous journey of life and self-discovery and I'm going to wish I did more. I'm going to wish that I risked more and fell more and jumped out of more planes and broke more bones and was willing to make more mistakes because that's that's it, right? I mean, that's the shit that makes you really feel alive. I feel like behind every success story is a multitude of failures. And I think that those failures are probably the greatest indicator of a life well lived. So what's next? What is it that you and I can do to get started? I think from a practical standpoint, here's what I would say. Some actual like um, um, tasks that you can do this very second. The first thing that I always do when I see a goal is I look at the goal, I see the end result, and then I work backwards and I try to fill in the gaps on what it's going to take to get here to there. And there's always going to be a first step. So maybe that first step is just to write a page on a website. You know, maybe that first step is to call somebody and ask them for advice and ask them uh, if they can get a cup of coffee. Maybe that first step is to send an email, just like the first step for me getting this video series done was to get permission from the guys at The Hustle. You just have to do it. You just have to close your eyes. Even if it's scary, you just have to like fucking do it. That's all. Um, so I would say write down a list of, of things that you want to do. Secondly, I, I think it's about discipline. Because it's very easy to feel ambitious and to feel motivated when you start because you don't have anything to lose. But when you kind of get going and you're a week or you're two weeks in and you're not necessarily seeing some traction and you're not building a whole lot of momentum, you got to continue to push through that because it, because it, it will 
go. Like the ball will eventually get going. Sometimes it just, it's a law in physics that it takes more energy to move something from a dead stop than it does to get it continually moving. And I think that really applies in life and definitely in business. Like the hardest part is to get going. So you can't get discouraged when, you know, you're two or three weeks in and you're not necessarily seeing this, this fucking home run that you were looking for. Just do that. Just do that. Write down your goal. Figure out what it takes to get there. Start checking things off your list. Write them down and cross them out. When I cross things off my list, I cross them out all the way. I fucking scribble that shit. I black it out with the darkest ink that I can and I never ever look back at it. And I say these things because this this brand and this podcast and this website and these YouTube shows, this is all a way for me to get uncomfortable. I've never, in a lot of the brands that I started, I my friends used to call me Batman because I would sit behind it and I would never actually expose myself as sort of the curator and the, the creator and the ideas behind it all. And so I'm trying to do that with this new project. And I'm, I'm not trying to keep it a secret because I'm trying to relate to you. Like I'm insecure about a lot of the, the choices that I make. But I can confidently say that the difference is that I actually make them. Even if I make the wrong decision, I still make a decision and I move forward with it. I do things. I act, even though I may be acting wrong. I know what my goals are. I know what my objectives are. And I work backwards to figure out the necessary steps. But when I wake up every morning, I still wake up with a blank slate, just the same as you do. I live in a a cloud of uncertainty in a world that's full of doubt and fear and sometimes hate. So I think I love myself and I love the people around me the best that I know how. And then I just do what needs to be done. Now, you may know a better way. You may be looking at my process and you may be picking it apart and you may have a better plan for me. But you need to ask yourself, is it your plan or is it your actions? Because truthfully, I'm not interested in knowing the right way to do things. I'm just interested in doing them. Guys, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I ask that you subscribe to the podcast. I ask that you leave us a rating on iTunes. If you've been enjoying the work so far, that's really the best thing you can do to help support the podcast. I'm only 10 episodes in. I think so. Maybe this is episode 11. And I'm already, uh, I think I saw 1,100 downloads in the month of September. So thank you so much for your support and for appreciating the work that I do. But again, if you could subscribe, if you could leave a rating and a comment, uh, that would mean a whole lot to me. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for everything. This is, has been a super exciting journey and I, I can't wait to see uh, where it brings us. We'll talk to you next week. Much love, guys. Peace out.